Good morning. I have a reading for you from uh, Tess Baumberger. It's called Drops of God. God, God is water sleeping in high-piled clouds. She is gentle drink of rain, pooling lake, rounding pond, angry flooding river. She is frothy, horse-maned geyser. She is glacier on mountains and polar ice cap, and breathtaking crystalline ideas of snowflakes. She is frost dance on trees, and we, we are drops of God. Her tears of joy or sorrow, ice crystals and raindrops in the ocean of her. God, God is air wallowing all around us. She is thin blue atmosphere embracing our planet, gentle breeze. She is wind and fearsome gale. Centrifugal force of tornado and hurricane, flurry of dust storm. She is breath, spirit, life. She is thought, intellect, vision, and voice. And we, we are breaths of God, steady and soft, changeable and destructive. We are are her laughter and her sighs, atomic movements, sardines schooling in the firmament of her. God, God is fire burning. Day and night, she is sting of passion, blinking candle, heat that cooks our food. She is fury forest fire, and flow of lava which destroys and creates, transforms. She is home fire and house fire. She is giving light of sun and solemn mirror face of moon and tiny hopes of stars. And we, we are little licking flames flickering in her heart in the conflagratory furnace of her. God, God is power of earth. In and under us, she is steady, staying, fertile loam, body, matter, tree. She is crumbling limestone and shifting sand, multicolored marble. She is rugged boulder and water-smoothed agate. She is gold and diamond, gemstone, She is tectonic plates and their motion, mountains rising over us, rumble snap of earthquake, tantrum of volcano. She is turning of our day, root of being. And we, we are pebbles and sand grains and tiny landmarks in the endless terrain of her. God. God is journal of time marching through eternity. She is waking of seasons, phases of moon, movement of stars. She is grandmother, mother, daughter. She is transcending spiral of ages whose every turn encompasses the rest. History, a mere babe balanced on her hip. She is spinning of universes an ancestress of infinites. She is memory, she is presence, she is dream. And we, we are brief instants 
intersections, nanoseconds, flashing gold-hoped moments in the eons of her. God, God is, and we, we are. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Five hundred twenty-five thousand moments so dear. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. How do you measure? How do you measure a year? In daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee, in inches, in miles in laughter, in strife, in 525,600 minutes, how do you measure a year in the life? How about love? How about love? Measure in love. Seasons of love. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die. A time to plant and a time to sprout. A time to uproot, a time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. How do you measure? Good morning. This morning we celebrate the seasons, creation, growth, endings, silence. We bask in the sunshine in this beautiful spring, Sunday morning, May 1st, opening our eyes to the rainbow of color that spring brings. The daffodils winding down, bending over with age, azaleas blooming, the rhododendrons budding and patiently waiting for that perfect moment to arise. Tasting asparagus fresh from our garden, how it's meant to be, feeling the warmth of the sun setting on our skin, smelling the warm air mixed with the renewal of every bit of nature and technology intermingled, listening to the birds rising with the sun, maybe allowing for a different ease in waking, maybe breathing in every moment a little slower. I want to be present with the anticipation of what's to come, of new beginnings, Yet Rumi, a 13th century Sufi poet, reminds us, the outward spring and summer are a reflection of the inward garden. Wow, it's always available if we practice going inward. Yes, and the garden in our soul needs nourishment, 
playfulness, dance, attention, to bloom fully and access with a deeper ease. So we turn the page, start a new chapter, write a new verse. In the physical sense, we're here today approaching new paths. Lorraine's coaching new babies into the world, finishing up her doula certification. We share our birth stories. We keep them alive by remembering, by telling. We're becoming the elders. Donna shares her ministries with us, and we come here and are able to speak of our source, our inner fire, our devote practice of seeking, planting the seeds, growing, letting go, and being with the stillness. Lisa, an accomplished artist, photographer, clothes designer, masterful networker, she inspires us to make time for our inner artist. And just a shout out to Pam and Pam, who I met about two hours ago, who just remind us that the flames of Cora fire just spread so easily and so beautifully. Turn, summer is fast approaching, and lately stops by in the midst of spring, unexpected. Our planet has become so unpredictable, and I want that unpredictability to be a constant voice in my head, a reminder to pay attention and treat Mother Earth exactly the way we treat our backyard gardens. Turn, we'll snap our fingers and it'll be fall. I'm beginning to understand the quantum physics equation of life going faster as we age. We go through the emotional losses of watching our children's lives become their own, becoming grandmothers in these new, newly defined families, mother-in-laws, stepmoms, saying goodbye to our parents again and again and again, redefining our lives, redefining ourselves. And in the silence of a cold winter day, watching a severe blizzard pass by our windows, I come back to another poem by Rumi. We fall in love, for we know truly in the deepest recesses of our heart that love is for all seasons. I got the inspiration from, for this service from a chapel service at Union Theological Seminary put together by one of my classes there. It's called Improvisation and Imagination, the Holy Play in Worship. And it was a playground of prayer. And the person who put it together was around Holy Week and brought all of this together in stations, not of the cross, but stations of prayer. And I wanted to share parts of it with you. Um, It is from Ecclesiastics, to everything there is a season. And in that, we engage the fullness of the spectrum of human experience all of the complex paradoxes of life come together. We bring our full, whole, truest self to let the real thoughts, emotions, and experiencing we're carrying interact in unexpected ways. That happens in spring. There's a time to heal. I invite you to think of someone who needs healing right now in their lives. There's a time to build. We seek healthy and sustainable new systems and structures to build 
our communities and rebuild our communities with long-term life-giving vision, compassion in mind for all generations to come. We got to build with Legos here in the chapel service. A time to lose. Sometimes we need to lose hold of our conscious selves in order to find our truest selves. To do this, we must each find ways that we can lose ourselves in the moment. Again, spring seems like a perfect time for that. And there's a time to dance and a time to speak. As you see us dancers, we listen for those words that inspire us. And we know that you can do that too. There's a time to rend. Kriya is a practice in traditional Jewish mourning where immediate family members of the deceased tear their clothing as a physical and visible demonstration of grief. We've lost, all of us, someone in the last year, some of us, someone very dear. And we carry that grief with us also. There's a time to break down the broken pieces of our life, the pain and the suffering, but they're often rearranged into beautiful new creations. Look at our wall of butterflies over there from the last service of what can we transform? How can we do that this spring? So I have been involved in six services in the last three weeks, putting them together. And um, some of you have heard me talk about one of them on Easter Sunday after I left here last week. I did one by the seminarians at Union Theological called Jesus versus the Zombies. When my fellow seminarian first told me that title, it's like, I, I think that's too irreverent for me. I don't know if I can do it or not. But um, since it was the UU seminarians, we framed it as we're always debating. So we had a debate of what was the best metaphor for Easter. Was it spring and transformation? Was it Jesus? Or was it zombies? And... Once we got past the brains and zombies, what she called us to think about is something unusual happens in your life. And when something unusual happens, you need to take notice of it. And then we played a game that was kind of like rock, paper, scissors. And guess what? Zombies won. (laughs) So... As you can see, I've been experimenting with services. Today, I almost had us do a maypole. I understand that in years past, this congregation has done maypoles, right? I couldn't figure out how to get one in here, so (laughs) maybe another time we will. So we brought our gifts of the season, um, gifts of the changes in our lives. Um, I brought a picture of my mom and me. And the last service that I did here several weeks ago, we talked about our ancestors. And um, one place I didn't go in that service was some place that is uh, close to many of us here. It's not all. Some still have their children home with them. 
what it's like to have your parents gone and to be an orphan at middle age and what it's like to be um, not a mother in the same way anymore when our children go off to school. It's that, that letting go. It's a different season. The next service I'm going to do is with Michael next week at the annual meeting. And um, Cora Fire is going to learn yet another new dance to um, the Peter Mayer song, Holy Now. And um, Peter Mayer is going to be in concert. And if any of you don't know his work, I invite you to listen. It is really, really beautiful. And... um, Holy Now is probably one of Reverend Michael's absolute favorite songs. And I found this um, from Reverend Victoria Safford talking about that. The knowledge of what is sacred and what's mundane, the memory of where to draw that line is blurry now as it so often is. Where does your spiritual life leave off and your normal life begin? Some languages have no word for religion. Not because the people have no soul, but because soul permeates everything. This is true in many parts of Africa and among first peoples here. Everything is holy now, Peter Mayer says. I'm walking with a reverent air, which means not walking solemnly, piously, but awake and alive, aware, attentive, attuned to the rhythms of things, the radiance of things, what some call the very presence of God, and others don't, but words don't matter. We all know that awe and wonder and mystery. This day also is, I think, the most celebrated day in the world. It has the most holidays on it. And so I don't want to forget that it also is a day for social justice, that it is Labor Day for many, many countries where workers begin to ask to be treated better. It is where the beginning of the eight-hour workday came from. This day celebrates that. That helps us, again, to learn to live simply. That that the Quakers say, to live simply so that others may simply live. And that's somewhat what our dance is talking about, finding that place to live lives more simply. And yet at the same time, as Susie's letter and what we're facing here, We ask to live more simply, but we ask you to commit also. Um, Layla's soccer game. I don't think you've seen the main newsletter yet. Is that out, Vicki? I think. Um, But Reverend Michael's um, column talks about what if we committed like we do to soccer? You know, when you sign up for soccer, you know exactly what you're going to do. You don't miss practices. You know that you're giving this much. And so 
it's again that time for us here to rethink what moves us, what is our truest longing. Well, you can see that some of mine is dancing, and um, so I invite you in whatever way the words, the holiness, the divinity comes to you to find that. Because a web of life is created within which you can rest in that knowing. Because out of that, you can act. Out of that, all power is yours. Out of that, you travel light. Out of that, you can step forward. Let every encounter be a homecoming as we step forward now for the healing of our world. The world is not going to be saved by good people or noble people. The world is going to be healed by ordinary people like you and me who are not afraid of pain and who are not afraid of loving each other. So may it be.